AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. The Limit Does Not Exist is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, I'm Christina Wallace. And I'm Kate Scott Campbell. We're here to help you follow your curiosity, celebrate your individuality, and embrace the and, not the or. So you can turn everything you love into a custom-built career that's as unique and dynamic as you are. If you feel that one path may not be your only path, and you call yourself a human Venn diagram, then you are in the right place. Because when it comes to pursuing your passions, we believe the limit does not exist. What do I do now? With all that's going on in the world, there's a good chance you've asked yourself that lately. Or it's close cousin, where's the restart button? (laughs) We hear you. Which is why today we're doing something a little different. We're offering up some of the best TLDNE advice for fresh starts, restarts, changes in direction, or entirely different roadmaps. That's right. A lot of us are going through transitions right now. And the good news is this podcast is all about transitions. 
we've pulled together some of our favorite advice from recent guests on mindsets and strategies that will help you get going on the right foot. Ooh, inspiration and brass tacks for days, Christina. You know I'm here for that. So <laughs> what are we waiting for? Let's jump in. Let's do it. From episode 103, this is Stephanie Pereira, the director of the New Museum's Incubator for People Working at the Intersection of Art, Design, and Technology. She explains how she found her way in arts administration after realizing there was more out there than a cubicle. I talk to a lot of college kids, and I always impress this upon them. I'm like, you know, you're, <laughs> the, the path that life hands you is not a path. It's just where you happen to be. Mm -hmm. um, and when you start to make choices along that path and how you make them, like the most important thing is that you're making choices that feel good to you. Mm -hmm. And so the thing for me is it wasn't until I found myself actually in grad school and studying arts administration and understanding that there was this whole um, sort of business field related to this world I really cared about that I started to actually be super intentional <laughs> in how I moved through my career. And I at that from that point on, I, I've been actually quite on point. But yeah, it was really just kind of lazy and random up until then. But I, I love that realization, too, that you're sort of like, am I lazy or am I just not connecting with yeah. this thing that's in front of me? And totally. that when you do stumble on that thing that gets you fired up, yes. all of a sudden... You're doing the work. You're showing up. Oh, you're yeah. making the choices. And it's not hard because it's exactly what gets you out of bed in the morning. Yeah. I mean, I went from being like a barely passing anything student to dean's list, uh, getting straight A's every semester. Yeah. So it really, once I... Once I found the thing that was for me, and that was a that's like a huge lesson for me as someone who marches to the beat of my own drummer, <laughs> um, is that I really did spend a lot of my early, you know, like high school and even the beginning of college thinking that I was something was wrong with me, mm. and it wasn't until I found the thing I cared about and completely made this 180 because I was applying myself in a different way, in a way mm -hmm. that was true to me and who I am and how I like to show up, that I was able to be, quote unquote, successful. <laughs> That's so inspiring. It, it really is. I think recently I had this great revelation that I hate to sit at a desk. Like, I'm just not made to sit at desks. Yes. <laughs> I hate them. And yeah. the only reason I realize why I, I think that I should is because in school I, you know, got in trouble for sitting on the floor or for standing up at lunch. <laughs> Yeah. And it was just this like huge light bulb moment that was like, oh my God, like there's nothing wrong with me. It just didn't fit that way, right? Like th mm -hmm. that was it. And for you to to share that stuff, and it is so inspiring because you're right, Christina, we so often call like not the right fit that we often blame it on things like laziness. Sure. I mean, I think this is true for anyone who who feels like they don't fit in into whatever circumstances, environment, school, um, job that they're in where they're like, I don't fit. So it's probably me. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally when in that. reality, I think we have enough data points between the three of us and the however many guests we've had on this show to be like, or maybe it's just not the right fit for you. Yeah. And your work, should you choose to accept it, is to to do the zigzag until you find the place that is the right fit. So I left to go to Chicago for grad school. I stayed for a couple of years and then I came back to New York and I came um, sort of engaged in a job and then uh, like literally day one crying in my cubicle, kind of like, wow, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> totally. um, and then 
but you know, I, I'm I'm someone who you know needs a paycheck, and so yeah. I sort of stuck with it. What? <laughs> How dare you? Oh. Yeah, so I stuck with it. Same. Um, Same. And so th- three months in, uh, it was New Year's Eve, and I was hanging out. It was you know classic New York City, New York Eve, New Year's Eve sort of moment. I'm like in a loft, and everyone there is like so fascinating, <laughs> and blah blah blah. Wow. And I'm like, New York is amazing. What am I doing in this? cubicle where I cry every day (laughs) and so I gave myself 20 days to figure out some way to make enough money to like I at the time I was like 27 28 years old and I you know I didn't have any debt I know luckily I had no credit card debt I have no cars I had no mortgage I had no kids I had Mm -hmm. nothing really like holding me back from being a little broke for a while Mm -hmm. and so I gave myself till the I wanted to give two weeks notice on January 14th (laughs) (laughs) because I wanted to like start fresh on February 1st so I gave myself the beginning of the month to figure out a way how do I just like pay rent and feed myself like the most basic food mm-hmm. um, and I did it and I have to say I spent the next 18 months doing the most random weird stuff I mean I volunteered on a festival I was like an educator at the new museum where I now work which is really <laughs> funny um, I worked in public schools I was a researcher I was a grant editor I did all this stuff and mm-hmm. it was all in service of figuring out you know a New York is again, it's amazing. How mm-hmm. do I make the most of my time here and not just like drudge drudge through some job that makes me cry? But also be like, what do I want to be? How do I want to show up? What is my profession? I had been doing this work. I did a complete 180 in my career. I'd become this accidental professional in like arts education in public school. <laughs> and I was really good at it. And I, you know, I was speaking at conferences, I was co-authoring papers, it was happening, I was on this path. And I'm like, but I don't want to work in public schools. I mean, I think they're important, but it's not for me. So I, you know, but 18 months in and then it really, it took a year and a half of being poor and eating homemade tacos, not fancy $5 tacos, (laughs) um, until I really found the thing that was calling to me and was able to reset myself. For you to say, Mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to have this exploration phase and this fact-finding phase. You know, I Mm -hmm. think so much of the time we feel like, oh, if I don't have it figured out, again, going back to what we were just saying, I'm behind, something's wrong with me, I don't know what to do, so I've Mm -hmm. just got to keep driving forward in this kind of, you know, mildly unhappy, frustrated state, rather than say, I'm going to give myself this block of time and I'm going to use it in this specific way. And I'm going to eat, by the way, great food choice, some homemade tacos (laughs) and really pare down. Then you're like building in this structure that I think in the big wash of life can feel really hard to find when you're uncertain. And remembering like two data points does not equal a line, right? I think I struggle with Mm. this personally a lot, which is like, if I make this choice and I'm going off in that direction is that the new future for myself like is that forever and you're like it's just two data points or maybe three or maybe it's a line for 18 months and then you're gonna zigzag again right it's not like oh my gosh I made this choice and now I am off on this other path and I can never change it again right it's like the seasons I'm gonna do this for a while I'm gonna learn what I can and it's gonna give me the things that I don't know, and that will tell me what to do next. Yeah. I mean, I do this now in my full-time job. I write mm-hmm. down what are the five things I want to get done and not get rather than getting caught up in the day-to-day, I'll just write, like, in the next six months, I want to do these five things. And, you know, every once in a while, just making sure I'm checking those five things off, meaning that, like, I'm not getting sucked into the, the sitting at my desk mm-hmm. <laughs> or, you know, the drudgery of checking my email. We hear people talk about this all the time, mm-hmm. how your your job or your career becomes almost like the administrative tasks 
of executing on your job rather than the thing you care about. Mm-hmm. Actually, last year I, I I was at a festival and they had this thing where you could send your post uh, self a postcard one year in the future, and I just got <laughs> my my one year later postcard and it was so good because it was like Stephanie, knowing you, um, you've either done a lot in the past year and you're not uh, patting yourself on the back or you're totally upset that you haven't done all the things you want to do. <laughs> and don't worry, you probably worked really hard. <laughs> it was like such the best note from the past and. What was crazy about the note was that I actually did do a lot in the last year, and I feel like I did congratulate (laughs) myself for it. So I also grew so much in that I'm a different person than I was a year ago and that I thought that I would have not treated myself well. Well, kudos to you. I'm glad to hear on both of those counts. Yeah, Yeah. I highly recommend setting yourself the postcard one year in the future (laughs) activity. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
From episode 117, artist and chemist Tyler Thrasher fills us in on how he shifted from animation to becoming a full-time artist with just a three-month runway based on a strategy that earned him an F in school. He also opens our eyes to loosening our grip on the importance of location in what you do. I was going to school for animation. I was miserable. I just didn't want to spend my time working on school projects that I know no one would care about after I graduated. So I was like, I have to fill my time with other things. So I would spend every weekend hiking. I went to school in Springfield, Missouri. So there's a lot of really good hiking. Eventually that led to me exploring a lot of karst topography. It ended with me inside of caves. Like pretty quickly, I would spend every weekend crawling through a cave, exploring caves, mapping out caves. Missouri is called the cave state. Did not know that. Neither did I. There was a cave within like a two mile radius of me at any point when I was in Springfield, Missouri. And just this odd thing that I was doing outside of school like caving, I was very aware that I was doing something most people in Springfield were not doing. And I felt this disconnect from the rest of the world, but I was still basking in fascination and curiosity while I was underground, miles away from like other people. This separation kind of forced me to fall in love with nature and pull away from things like school and other people that were kind of distracting me or making me miserable. And I thought I got to bring this into my artistic practice. I don't know how but this is fueling me. Like this is fueling this fire inside of me that I didn't know was there. And so I started working gems and minerals into my illustrations, into my animations. I have a slight chemistry background. And I thought, what if I just grow crystals? And that wasn't enough. I was like, I've seen that a thousand times. What haven't I seen? So I went through the list and crystals on insects was one of the things that I just couldn't creatively like picture in my head. And if I couldn't picture it in my head and I couldn't find it on Google, then I was like, this thing has to happen. I have to make this. So I did. And uh, it went viral online, like pretty quick. I would believe that because crystals on insects, I don't even know where to start with that. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, we've seen your work. It's beautiful. I would never in a million years thought crystals insects. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I mean, Tyler, were you doing a kind of nature association game where you had two running lists and you were like, let me pick, let me pick crystals and something from this list. Like how did you, <laughs> how did those two things intersect for you? While I was spending time hiking, I was looking at a lot of insects and I was approaching life like a kid for the first time in a long time. Um. I would pick up everything, look at it, observe it. And I was like, adults just do not do this anymore. <sighs> I was really into insects, so I was drawing them. And then I was like, man, I'm really into this geometry and I'm finding my roots back in science. So I was like, geometry, nature equals crystals. So I had two different schools of science that I was working into my, bringing into my artistic practice. Yeah. And I was falling asleep. I was like, you know what? I have a lot of things I love doing. I need to save some time and why don't I just start combining some of my fascinations. I've always had a knack of like loving doing a bunch of different things, but there's not enough time. So I've made a habit of combining my different fascinations to kind of cut my time in half. So I was like crystals, insects, drawing, uh, art. Maybe if I just lump art and insects and crystals all together, I could save myself time on my fascination. That's incredible, being able to be a full-time artist and not having a day job to support you. How do you make that work? <laughs> <laughs> like, let's get real. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. At first, it was very much out of my control. Right, I was three months from graduating, and I it started when one of my professors was asking us to make a four- or five-year plan. And I said, here's my five-year plan. I'm not animating. 
I'm going to be a self-employed artist. I got an F on that project. Really? I detailed my strategy and my professor was like, this just sounds more hopeful than anything. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> that was one, another stage of doubt that was like, okay, well, good luck with that. And I was like, thanks. Um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> that crystal work went viral about three months before graduating. And right as I was graduating, people were wanting to buy it. I didn't know what I was going to do. I thought I'd have to get a day job or do something. And I was like, I'll move back to Tulsa. My wife was like, Tulsa's up and coming. Like, you should come back. So I did. The cost of living is very cheap in Tulsa. So I had the sort of cushion to explore whether or not I could sell this crystal stuff. Mm -hmm. I would sell some pieces. Those people would share their pieces. And then their people would be like, oh my gosh, I have to have this. And so I watched this bubble expand and expand. And before I knew it, I was traveling for my work. I was doing online drops, holiday sales. I was struggling to figure out how to manage all this while I had hundreds of people, thousands of people clamoring for some of my work. And I was like, I was not taught how to handle this in school. And mm -hmm. I had to do, I had to mess up a lot of times. I had to take a lot of notes and jump a lot of hurdles to land where I am now, where this has been my full-time job. I've learned what works. I've learned that people will wait in line for two hours to buy a piece from me, which is insane. I cannot <laughs> comprehend that. That's incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. And I've also learned people don't want to just support my art, but people want to support what I'm saying. And I believe in what I'm saying. And I believe in how I live creatively and how I create. And a lot of other people, turns out, look up to that. And so people started supporting that. And I just realized, I guess I'm doing something right. I want to know what it's like to be a working artist in Tulsa. I am not from Oklahoma. I did grow up in the Midwest, but I would not have thought of Tulsa as a creative hotbed. What is the creative community like there? Do you find it's easier to be a working artist where you, you know, have a lower cost of living and are in a smaller you know, metropolitan area? Or is it yeah. harder because you're not, you know, on the coasts in these kind of big visual art hubs? Oh, man, we live in a time creatively where your location does not matter. You don't have to live on the coast to be successful at creating art. You don't need to be surrounded by big galleries. And you don't need to be surrounded by big artists to be successful at creating at all. My work took off in Springfield, Missouri, the like middle of the country in these small cities. I think having the internet, having social media, and learning how to navigate that with your art is the only tool you need. I don't know, you could be a, a, an amazingly successful artist in like Anchorage, Alaska, or anywhere. In Greenland, it doesn't matter as long as you know how to reach people who would like your work online. With that being said, I do have friends that I've talked about this with and other artists that, um, you know, they tell me like, how are you like a full-time self-employed artist? You know, I live in LA and I'm paying $4,000 a month for my like studio <laughs> apartment. And I'm like, well, there's your number one problem <laughs> when you're paying the whole salary of, like, every year to live in like nothing. So <laughs> living in a place with a low cost of living, that's good for anybody, but it works best for art because you don't have to rely on your location to make and sell art at all. If anyone tells you otherwise, they, they're not looking at some of the biggest, most successful artists on social media, who most of them make their income on selling work online. Uh, that is just a simple fact. Your location doesn't matter. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. From episode 108, microbiologist and educator Dr. Sabria Stukes shares how she got herself out of a rut and discovered a new path after finishing her PhD. While a radical sabbatical may not work for everyone, she has some great tips on how to capture some of the benefits in a lighter touch way. I actually had a really challenging time transitioning out of graduate school. I think a lot of things came to an end for me as it pertained to how I saw myself as a person in the world. After I graduated with a PhD, my partner at the time decided that our five-year relationship was not something he felt like continuing. I would say so many words, but also maybe lack of words. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Not only did like the idea of me being a scientist kind of end, but then this very long relationship ended. I 
had already moved out of my apartment and like moved some stuff into his apartment. So I also didn't have an apartment. And so I, you're completely I, unmoored at this Super moment. unmoored. And all I have is like this piece of paper that says, I have a degree in biomedical sciences. <laughs> and so... Without a wall to hang it on. Exactly. And I feel this so deeply, Sabria. And <laughs> yes. Holding on so, to every word. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just really challenging because for me as a Capricorn, you know, I plan things. I like to know what the next step will look like, even if I don't know all the steps. And so for the first time in my life, I had zero plans. You know, what do you do when you don't have a plan? You book a flight to Seattle, um, and then you like have a two and a half week road trip down the West Coast, stopping kind of wherever you want, and hoping that by the end, when you drop off the rental car in Palm Springs, you will have some answers. I had zero answers. I had a very dusty car <laughs> at the end of that. I just started telling people, a friend of mine used the phrase radical sabbatical. Um, so that's kind of what I started I telling that. people. And interestingly, people really connected with that. I was really fortunate enough to, when I was telling people that I was doing this, and I said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm looking for work. I really don't know what that looks like. Here's what I'm good at, or here's what I think I'm good at. Two friends separately reached out to me and said, hey, you know, there might be these kind of three-month positions that we think you could be good at. Why don't you take them? Weirdly, I went from having zero jobs to having two full-time jobs. And then I also decided to take a part-time job with a science startup that was based in the West Coast because I was like, well, like, there's a time difference. <laughs> so I can figure this out. And it was not a very good decision. One, because I was not doing good at either of the jobs. And two, I was not doing a good job at taking care of myself. Almost to the point where my parents came to visit me and they said that if I didn't get my act together, I would have to move home. It was... How old were you at this point? Um, like 30... <laughs> <laughs> Three. <laughs> so so they're, they're issuing the ultimatum even at 33 because you are clearly in a place that says, I'm not making good decisions. Yeah, I think that's an accurate uh, summation of everything that was going on. I understand the instinct of like having this total blank canvas, right? Like this groundlessness and this wipeout to then like fill it with opportunity, mm -hmm. especially when that comes in. It's sort of almost like physics, right? It's empty and then you have this flood coming in. And then it sounds like what you're saying is you went, whoa, too much flood. Yeah, and I think... I it really also was like, I have to afford to live. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I need to pay totally. my rent. I had kind of made an enormous dent in my savings just by not working and being on the West Coast and driving wherever I wanted and, you know, yeah. ordering room service when I wanted. And, and I think I just was in such a state of, I mean, I think it was really utter sadness mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. the only thing I could really look towards was being quote-unquote busy. I really started leaning into therapy. So I, um, around that time, I was doing group therapy, which was phenomenal for me just to get grounded again. You know, I was exercising all the time. I was going out with my friends all the time. <laughs> I was making some decisions that I look back on now and oof. And so it was around this time, too, that that was when I got the job offer. 
And I had a gut feeling that saying no in that moment was the right thing to do, Mm -hmm. even though it was Mm -hmm. very scary because this was like a full-time job with health insurance. (laughs) Again, I just didn't want to put myself in a situation where I was letting not just myself down, but someone who was relying on me to do something. And so what kind of advice would you give to listeners who say, you know, I I need a radical sabbatical. I need some space. I recognize that maybe I'm making the wrong decisions or I'm burnt out or this doesn't fit me anymore, but I can't take three months off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How could they maybe get a flavor for that space without having the safety net or even the ability to you know, have other people not depend on you for a period of time. I think for me, the thing that I valued the most was just the quiet moments that I allowed myself to have, whether they were 10, 20 minutes to really say, okay, well, what is like, can I identify what I'm really struggling with? Mm -hmm. Um, I know that there's a conversation around affordable therapy for all. um, And I think it's so important that however you define therapy, whether that's talking to someone, a professional, talking to a friend, going for a bike ride, like trying to carve out, you know, small moments for yourself to to really identify, you know, well, what is causing my anxiety? What is, you know, what am I really struggling with? Really helped me. And so I know that, as you said, and as I've said, not everyone can just press like a pause button on their life. Because mm-hmm. even when I did, like, it was still quite stressful because I was still like, well, how am I going to pay for this stuff? Or like, you know, what am I, I still have to find a job. I need, I didn't have health insurance. (laughs) And so I know that there are people that have to take care of their families, have to take care of children. And so it can be really hard, but I think just learning the language of how to verbalize what is really going on when you are having these moments of kind of feeling overwhelmed, of needing help. Mm -hmm. It took me so long to learn how to ask for help. And not just say, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Allowing people to take care of me, I think, was really a huge shift for me um, during this time in my life. And so I would say that, you know, there are obviously people who are approaching burnout and still have to go to work. Do they have relationships with their bosses or other employees where they can say, like, I need to take half a day. I just need to recharge. Are there friends that on the weekends they can say, look, I just, can you babysit? Or can you watch my kid? Can you help out? Like I'm financially strapped right now. So to really allow the compassion that I'm sure like people's friends have for these situations Mm -hmm. to really sit down and say, you know, how can I work with the people that I have in my life in a way that is productive? It also sounds like you really made this like you said, whether or not it felt like a conscious decision, right? But you made this choice to really find moments of slowing down, to stop this full-on busy speed momentum that it's so easy to get into. I know I myself have many times, you know, to just find like even pockets of stillness, whether that looks like a group therapy session every week, you know, once a week or once every other week or whatever. And also, I love the questions that you started asking yourself to really try to get to the heart of what was really going on. Yeah. And I I think the other thing, too, is, you know, as you were saying that, I was kind of like, you know, running through a few scenarios in my mind. It really was 
just telling people that I wasn't okay. Mm. That's so hard. I know. It, <laughs> but I, I like, think, I am not good at that statement. Well, I think for me, it also boiled down to the fact that even if I was saying I was okay, I didn't look okay. Mm-hmm. It took work. I mean, like, it was actual mental, emotional work to say to my friends, like, I know you see this happening, and I know I don't know how to ask for help, but I know that I need it. And so it wasn't just the work of saying that, but then of not being dismissive of my friends when they offered the help, Mm -hmm. because I didn't know what it looked like. You know, I was just like, you know, for so long, I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I love that. I think you made such crucial points there that it's both a skill to figure out how to ask for help and to be able to do that, and then B, to also then receive that help. But those are things that don't come naturally to many of us at all. And those are not small (laughs) things either. You know, I think, Christina, you and I have talked about this. I'm I'm increasingly aware of how often I present as everything's okay when everything's not. Mm -hmm. And that's not even intentional, you know? I mean, you could say maybe it is on a subconscious level, but that's often what it is, is just this, like, it's in my my upbringing, my DNA to just, like, stiff upper lip, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I wonder why people aren't checking in on me because they don't think they have to. You know, Christina, I know that we've already had these conversations with our guests and we've listened to them many times in post-production, but I swear to you, it was like hearing their advice for the first time. With so many people going through transitions right now, us included, it's so helpful and reassuring to hear their perspectives again. Absolutely. It's like no matter how many of these transitions I've had in my zigzag career, they never get more comfortable, you know? There's (laughs) there's always that little lump of fear in my chest that makes me worry I'll never figure this out and everything will come crashing down. (laughs) And of course, with our world in transition, it also feels like that, but to the power of 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. But, you know, remembering that all we can really do is put in the work, take Mm -hmm. it one day at a time, and continue to find inspiration through other voices and people who've been through it. All of that, I think, really helps to shake off some of that fear and just keep us moving forward a little bit at a time. Mm -hmm. It's not enough to get rid of all of the fear, but but a little bit of it, just enough that it doesn't weigh me down. Exactly. So are you going through a transition right now? Tell us about it. We love hearing from you. You can reach us on Twitter or Instagram at TLDNEpod, or you can email us at hello at TLDNEpodcast.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 833-HI-TLDNE. That's 833-448-5363. Then dial 803. We'll link to the full episodes for each of these clips in our show notes, plus some resources we've relied on to get through transitions. You can find all of those at tldnepodcast.com slash 123. Thanks so much to our producer, Maya Cole, and to you for tuning in. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts if you like what you heard. It really helps us get the word out to fellow human Venn diagrams. Until next time, remember, the the limit limit does does not not exist. exist.
The Limit Does Not Exist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 